we introduce this show again? Uh, welcome to the Back to the Roll Report. Right, that's what we are. That's what we're called, and that's what we're doing. Uh, this is our, our live play campaign show. Amazing. Uh, I am your DM, Colin. I my pronouns are he and they. Uh, I am in charge of this shenanigans. I am enjoined being joined by my wonderful heroic trio. Hello, heroic trio. Heroic or villainous, as it may be. <laughs> um, uh, let's, let's introduce yourselves and your characters. I don't know. Start on this side. I am Ben. He, him, Faye, Fem. Amazing. <laughs> oh, my character. Right. That too. Uh, my character is uh, called Talus, but currently known as Yorick. He's an old sailor from the deep blue. He is indeed. Well, howdy there, y'all. My name is Fenner. <laughs> I'm like this all the time. Yes, you are. Well, but when Can't I'm confirm. not, I play Galen. <laughs> Galen is a human halfling that was raised by octopuses. Octopi pie? Octopies? Oct- Octopies. Octopies. Octopuses. Octopodes. And octopodiots. Octopodias. Which I (laughs) wrongfully assumed were, you know, the my own hallucination, and I was their god. And then, then I, then I arrived at the real world, which is sea shallow. Well, how old were you? I was like ten. Yeah. Yeah. You do have a, you know, eight foot tall Goliath looking after you. It's been. Oh, yeah. It's been. (laughs) It's been nice. Yeah. So actually, I did not ever grok earlier or even possibly catch that Galen is a halfling. Galen, you're a human. I'm a human. I thought I was a human halfling. Oh, oh, variant human. Variant human. Okay. I don't know why I am. I, I did not homebrew you as a large human. <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah. halfling. Just but, a, you know, okay. just no, like just a really buff got it, halfling. Got it. Okay. I'm I was really lucky. Say, if, you know, I won't be mad. <laughs> you can I don't know why I said halfling. I think I was thinking variant. Okay, I see. Got it. Got it. Got it. Sorry. Should I reintroduce myself? Absolutely not. No. It's expression is recorded forever now. Important color. What does the variant mean? Uh, it is, it's part of the mechanical rules, like the, the base human, uh, what am I, mm. my brain is a little fried mm. today, I'm not gonna remember, ba- variant human, you get a feat, and I think the ability score increase is slightly mm. different, and a base human, all of your scores go up by one, mm. and you don't get an extra feat, something like that. But I like having a lot of feet. You do have a lot of feet. <laughs> so many feet. So many feet. It's not mine. And if I that remember exactly, Clammy Barnes. I automatically start with eight feet. Clammy <laughs> octopus hands. Amazing. Then doesn't uh, even matter if I roll an eight. <laughs> it's no big deal. Uh, and finally. My name's Kaya, and I'm playing Riveted Starfish, a princess from the undersea from world. Not Lantis, yes. That's the one. Not Lantis. Not Lantis. Uh, amazing. Uh, well, before we get going, it's been a hot minute for us. Let's let's do a recap. Uh, my literally starts with what the fuck happened last time anyway. <laughs> um, in the aftermath of your fight against the skeletons and zombie ogre that had burst out of cargo, uh, you recapped for Galen's mentor, Vec, uh, and learned that there had been other attacks in the city as well. Vec left Galen in charge, in her mind, 
Uh, and you all investigated the docks and the remnants of these crates and the skeletons. You recovered part of an address and began your search, search for Professor Erd, perhaps, uh, <laughs> of the Collegium of Mages. You then followed Yorick's captain, the tabaxi raffles, to the peg leg, an extremely divey bar around the corner where the beer made Galen hurl and was drunk happily by some people, I think. Um, I think I remember that right. Did someone else me. hurl? No, I think no. I think it was yeah, I think it was Galen. I didn't. The rest of us, yeah, passed our yeah. constitution series. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, you also learned what Raffles knew about this cargo. It was brought on board the ship on the island of Sweetwater. It was paid for in gold by a human in a red robe who gave the very false name of Theobald. Raffles also revealed that the red robes have been seen on other islands, preaching isolation and xenophobia. You decided then to not report to Beck, as she had asked, but instead take the initiative to find the Collegium yourselves, so you hired a water taxi piloted by two uh, water genasi who were t clearly in awe of Rivulet and took you on a little tour of the city. Yorick was slightly overwhelmed, Rivulet was amazed by the water flow and the many public aquariums, and Galen made muscle ceviche for a short rest snack. Mm, hey. That was so good. Oh, it was, so it was delicious. delicious. I had ceviche, and I, yeah. and I thought of... Oh. Of y'all. Love it. Yeah, that was some of the best imaginary food I've ever eaten. It was it was delicious. Mm -hmm. uh, you also found in the uh, second ring of the city, in the one of the inner more innermost rings, that the uh, the aquariums are private, uh, full of very expensive fish, and mm -hmm. Rivulet both talked to and then took it upon herself to steal the most expensive fish in the world. It's liberate, not liberate, liberate. Ah, yeah. liberate. Excuse yeah. me, liberate you can't this steal fish. Steal something that cannot be owned. Which is currently <laughs> swimming around in your leg. Accurate. I yes. Um, <laughs> also in the second ring, Galen and Alistair, your sea elf friend, uh, noticed a small shop, a little bit out of place, and rumored to have fine magical items. So you pulled the gondola right over and stopped for a shopping trip. You met the proprietor, a gnome with the names Mara, Christopher, Lilith, Ruby, Sparkle, Gem, Reed, Timber Creek, and their owl hashtag, and over mugs of the best hot chocolate Rivulet has ever dumped over her head, you learned a few things. <laughs> One, that Galen's amulet had some kind of divine magic, possibly linked, linked to the trickster or Rywin of the sea. Two, that Mara had concerns about the wizard tourney and the concentration of practitioners and spells in the same place. And three, a very bad joke that left Yorick and Rivulet howling with laughter on the floor. <laughs> As Rivulet became bored and wandered out, you all left the shop with a promise to return when you were better funded. And, and when there was better things. Mm. I mean, mm -hmm. fair, <laughs> I suppose. The things might be in proportion to the amount of money you have, just, you know. Oh, sure. Uh, but that is where you are now. Uh, so you all have exited the shop, uh, and it is sort of uh, early afternoon at this point, and the water taxi is waiting. As you leave and you all climb back into the water taxi, uh, everybody make a perception check, please. Perception. Perception. What are we rolling? Perceiving. Uh, be a 20 plus your perception. What is your perception? Oh, that's sad. No. I'm never very good at perceiving. Ten. Okay. Here. What well, can I say? Guys also. It's not uh, a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
I got a lot of gifts, but <laughs> nine. What do we got? We got, got nine. Three. <laughs> no, it was an eight plus one. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> three. Not noticing things. Ten. Notice that I got a ten. Probably that's inconsequential magic shot. We're in the moment, you know? We're, that's you, exactly. We're you guys moment. are just like totally, I this, that shop, whatever. Right. I'm like that's out, I'm out of here. I still can't pay attention to anything else. All I can think about is ceviche. Hey, um, don't blame this on me, okay? <laughs> I'm still feeling so bored from the shop. I'm like, it was, whatever. It was extremely boring. Tuned uh, out. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, yep, you notice nothing. Um, <laughs> Perfect. And you climb back into the water taxi. Your two pilot slash guides continuing to point out various notable buildings uh, as they proceed towards the collegium, unless there's anything else anyone would like to do. Let's collegify. Collegify it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the early afternoon sun shines down on many other watercraft humming along in the canals and waterways. Uh, this hour, most of the public aquariums have neighborhood volunteers feeding and tending to their many occupants. Uh, none of them quite as fancy now, uh, quite as fancy the fish that is now swimming inside your leg. Hmm. A little bit ticklish. Uh, <laughs> one of the gondoliers, uh, who by now has introduced himself as Rill, uh, speaks up as they're skimming along and just goes, um, Princess, uh, if, if you don't mind, uh, what, what's new in Atlantis? We haven't really been home in a while. Is, is any news? Anything interesting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just kind of nods. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, well, I've been mostly preparing for this grand adventure, so I couldn't tell you, really. Oh, I mean, I, I suppose. So you're, you're here for the tourney. Oh, absolutely. Oh, what? Isn't everyone? I mean, I we just met you guys. I'm just that's great that you're here. I, why are you guys here? I, I guess if well, if, if we're all going to share today, I mean, sorry, we're just you know pushing the boat along, and maybe I'm <laughs> overstepping, but I like to take an interest in my passengers. I mean, I, I was told to uh, take care, of, be a good steward to this uh, magnificent princess creature. So uh, just you know, on the job. I'm one of those mercenaries. You oh, you yeah, right, right. Me you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. Just, uh, sh- should I? Do I? Should I recognize you? Have you? Have you done anything like really notable? And <laughs> uh, not, not like I did anything, but there was this one time that uh, a mast fell over in the shipyards, and I was the one that it that it just it fell so close it would have like murdered me absolutely and completely. But I just have like uh, I'm like touched with luck. And, uh, it certainly sounds and it, like it. It just it just put the cigarette out that I was smoking, crossing across my face, and everyone was like, "Oh!" And everyone was talking about it, and that was me. I I mean I yeah I think we heard about that. I, that was you. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, yeah, the person who almost got crushed by a falling mast, but it only put their cigarette out. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's, I mean, amazing. Oh, Oceana's uh, about to get married. That's something notable, isn't it? Yeah, that's one. Of, that's one of your your siblings, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yes. wow. I, you you don't. I mean, congratulations. I guess. Uh, Is that an open wedding party or? If you want to go, or you have an invitation for me, of course. Yes. You saved my life. You can do whatever you'd like, really. Oh. Well, so, almost. Uh, <laughs> bold, bold claim there, princess. It's a bold claim, princess. <laughs> I don't think you've been out in the uh, seashell very much. Making I'm offerings 14. like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This is really going a different direction than I expected. <laughs> Today would go. Uh, well, 
uh, by now, uh, you guys are, are kind of moving along and taking one of the last major canals that links the second ring to the inner. And from there, heading kind of about from 9 o'clock uh, to 6, that helps picture, like, where you are um, along the city, along the curve of the city. And once again, the change from ring to ring is noticeable immediately as you quickly find yourselves surrounded by larger and grander buildings that house uh, elements of government, temples, the wealthiest merchant clans, the most powerful mages, and so on. Um, you begin following the southern curve of the canal, and on your left you can see towers that rise impossibly high that seem like the buildings should not exist, the hallmarks of various magical estates, uh, little drab, grayish government buildings designed to maximize the efficiency of their use of limited space, and a few different estates that are very notable for their minimalism. There's just sort of a simple home surrounded by space. Open water with aquaculture gardens or small docks with different sizes of watercraft, uh, and for the most part, no fencing or any sort of like water-based barrier, um, but just little patches of open water and a house in the midst of the inner ring. Uh, and at this, Alistair kind of like looks over and just goes, oh, um, well, uh, those things that were passing, uh, those... Um, are the homes of some of the founding, uh, mostly uh, Triton or Water Genasi or Sea Elf families. Mm-hmm. Yes. And why are you saying it so awkwardly? I, well, you know, I, you know, wealth in income distribution and that sort of thing, and I don't know how I feel about it. Um, yes. Oh, but you like me, don't you? Uh, you, yes, yeah, of course, you're delightful. Um, as far as I can tell, we've only recently met, and um, very impressive in a fight. I, I think that's supposed to be a compliment. Um, yes, indeed. Are they hmm. not impressive in fights? What's uh, no? Uh, you, um, oh, I mean, I, I suppose I, uh, your, um, was it your bodyguard um, who w- did not <laughs> help much? I would say was not very impressive, but uh, yes, he wasn't there. Um, I'm sorry, did I misunderstand the question? Yes, I do believe so. (laughs) Well, I sincerely apologize. Uh, What was the question? Um, These um, people living here. Oh, uh, yes. Are you saying they're not impressive? Oh, um... Because you like me, because I'm impressed. Well, they're just uh, some of them, mm -hmm, uh, sort of... um, uh, previous generations, you know, um, head in the sand sort of thing, um, not paying attention to what's going on in the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, carry on. Uh, yes, um, he just kind of like awkwardly looks off to uh, the other side. Um, and as you continue, uh, your eyes are drawn to a squat, small stone tower that just stands by itself amongst a larger plaza of decorative stone. And the gondola begins pulling up to a little jetty, and Rill and his partner uh, both kind of hop out, tie up the dock, and help anyone who needs it. Uh, and he says, here's the Collegium, Magium, Collegium of Mages. That's the one. Here you are. Or at least uh, this is the main entrance, I guess. i never been to college. I've always wanted to see this place. Uh, it is... Not particularly impressive in this moment, um, but uh, Rill and his partner hop back into the boat and begins pulling away. Um, you can see in front of you the plazas paved with the gray stone, except for some very carefully arranged mosaics. And after a moment, um, Yorick, you realize quickly that these are different sigils for the classical schools of magic. 
mm. um, laid out in alphabetical order around the tower, beginning with abjuration at the southern compass point, kind of going around. Um, and the tower itself is just sort of a squat little stone tower. It's about four stories high. Uh, any number of windows that are open on the various sides and facing you, uh, an immense set of oak and iron-bound doors, one of which is currently open as a bunch of people are going in and out of the building, um, all of them wearing robes of various colors and, you know, different sort of trappings and signifiers of wizardry, as opposed to other forms of magic. Uh, but you all are here on the jetty. Uh, what would you like to do? Well, we're certainly in a place where it uh, we want to be if we're going to try to solve this mystery of the source of this crate with terrifying zombies in it. Um, but I think we better make a plan. Uh, we can't just go barging in through the front door, but we do need to work out who this Professor Urguth is. Um, I wonder if there's a directory or office right. hours, maybe? That's a good idea. We could go and see if there's any sort of roles or, or anything we could match to this text that we've got. I like that idea. Should we go in the front door or should we try to do this surreptitiously? Uh, I feel like we should send Rivulet. All right. Sure. <laughs> yeah, see if you can uh, get a list of all the professors. All by myself? All right. We'll, we'll be in the back, you know, just ever so out of perfect. You know, how big is the stone tower? Uh, so it's about four stories tall and probably two hundred feet on a side. Okay, it's like it's it's pretty big. So all of the schools are housed in this one structure. Uh, make a. I'm gonna, okay. I will let you decide. I'm going to say. Insight or Arcana. Okay. Yeah, insight or Arcana. Jeff. I'll take Arcana because okay. yeah, I go have for good it. bonuses there. Okay. That is a 19. Um, as you look at it and and it, it kind of just reeks and radiates magic. Uh -huh. Like not only just the, you know, the people going in and out and the fact that it houses a school of wizardry, but there is something more to it. Um, I think with a 19, you get a really strong sense um, of, ooh, I want to say conjuration magic. Um, uh, but it, 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 whatever fucking school uh, teleportation would be. Um, okay. Which is, I think is either conjuration or transmutation. Um, but it, you, it like, that is the overwhelming just like reek coming off of this place to your magical senses. Okay. Um, I think Rivulet, you also like as a, as a strongly magical person and a, you know, magical creature, like you, it, it, it feels a little funny to you and just, you can tell that there's this immense quantities of magic contained in this building that are sort of radiating outwards. Mm. Uh, and with that, I would say you could also, uh, either of you make an insight or general intelligence check if you would like. Um, okay. I, I also have detect magic, but I feel like you maybe just told me everything I would find from a detective detect magic spell. I mean, you, uh, yeah, ish. Okay. Get, there's like a few more details. Okay. Maybe. I'll go ahead and detect magic. Okay. Are you going to take the time to ritual cast it or just burn a spell slot? Oh, uh, how long would it take me to ritual cast? Uh, ritual cast is 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, 
there is not necessarily, I would say, a pressing urgency. Like you guys right. are, you know, you're here, you've exactly. arrived in place. Yeah. Uh, and there's enough kind of people around that, that someone just like hanging out in the plaza is like not really noticeable. People come here all the time. Yeah. We're just standing around yeah. nonchalantly chit-chatting. So I'll, I'll yeah. go ahead and be casting that. Okay. Um, is there anything you guys like to do as, as, uh, what is, what does your detect magic ritual look like? Oh, uh, well, at, at this point I'm trying to or keep it as, specialized as subtle as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, so I will use my focus object, which is my magical swimming ring. And, um, I'll just turn it around kind of almost absentmindedly on my finger, uh, not drawing any attention to it. All right. So, so you guys see, uh, Yorick kind of starts twisting this ring around and kind of staring at the building a little bit. Is there anything that you would like to do as, as I think Talos or Yorick is sort of focused and, and, uh, not necessarily conversing for a few minutes as, as they focus? I mean, I'm just trying to understand this whole college thing. Cause I, I thought that it was like dorms and food halls and, you know, like people running around with the similar jerseys on, but this is like magic college. <laughs> and uh, I'm just taking it all in, you know? What do the magicians eat is what I'm thinking of. Uh, Someone's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Projecting, yeah. Life imitates art, okay. Uh, so yeah, a, which I was going to make sure that I, I was gonna give you the right Maybe I need school. a perceptions check. Sure. To see like what, you know, what do I, what do I, what am I able to perceive about this? Go for it. Oh, shit. Uh, what did, what did you get? A five. A five. Um, <laughs> I mean, your passive is better than that. Uh, you, Galen, so, <laughs> uh, what you notice is, you know, still is just like around the edges of the plaza as you're, uh, you know, thinking about food and what magicians eat. There are a number of little food stalls. Um, little, uh, either floating, uh, sort of not like rowboat size, but like small floating ones that have like, you know, one little, little old person with a single burner and a pot for it. Yeah. Oh, like and like, dogs. Yes. Uh, or like, you know, uh, <laughs> like the equivalent of the guys pushing, uh, popsicles around Dolores Park. Um, and then there are also like a couple like larger sort of like more elaborate, um, boats or even like uh, stalls on the plaza itself as far as food goes and history. Yes. So Rivulet's plan is to be a prospective student okay. because she obviously is into. And so I think she would have geeked out about this being a potential place to convince her parents to go to. So yeah, totally. what's the history? Uh, that well, it's just it's off of the thing, Put but it it's a seventeen. Side. Oh, but I'm gonna say roll one more time, just because I would like to tell you a lot of the history. But yeah, no, <laughs> fuck it. We're gonna we're we'll split the difference. Uh, yeah. I have a plus, also. Yeah. Um, history. Yes. Three. Okay, so we're gonna split the difference between a twenty and a five. So oh we'll call that like what, like a fifteen? It, I, mm. I I get to do what Somewhere I want. Don't at me. I'm DM. Um, you because yeah, this is one of the you know notable achievements of Sea Shallow. Um, what you remember, uh, and I I think I think all of you would know at least a little bit. This is like a you know you you are of this plane. You have been on this plane long enough to kind of like absorb some of it, and it is talked about in the rest of the islands. 
Um, the Collegium of Mages is kind of one of the crowning achievements of the uh, the the government of Sea Shallow, of this attempt to bring the all of the islands together and unite them in some way. Um, and it was founded as a way to get everyone to like stop fighting each other magically and collaborate and learn more. Um, and I think you would know, having like paid a little more attention since it was a place that you might come to and you might encounter as part of the attorney, that very quickly they realized it wouldn't necessarily fit in the city or even in this plane. Um, and so there are a number of like safeguards and seals around where the actual schools are and, and how it all operates. Uh, but the sort of the rumor that's gone out is that the various colleges are in different little dimensional pockets. Um, and this building is kind of like where you would go to get to them. And that many, many years ago, I think by this point, if I'm remembering my own fucking timeline, uh, like 200 years ago, um, was when the the archmages of that time were like, okay, we need to make permanent gates from this building off plane and house the rest of the university there. Uh, yeah, I think I think that is that is what you would remember about it. Um, and as far as kind of like applying as a student, um, they're also reportedly open to anyone that can display magical aptitude in a wizarding sense. Um, they don't really, t they don't have as many resources for sorcerers or, uh, you know, clerics would go to a temple anyway, but like, um, sorcerers or warlocks or people of d other magical orders, it is very focused on wizardry. Um, so it wouldn't be helpful for a druid? Not necessarily. Um, their libraries are amazing. Like that is also a very common knowledge. They have one of the best magical libraries, uh, in the archipelago, um, but as far as actual learning, uh, it is it is focused on the teaching of wizardry. Um, but again, like anyone who displays kind of any aptitude for it can be admitted as a student um, and, and a, a range of fees to suit their ability. Question. Answer. Um, do other people know what, like, would they know that I'm a druid bard, that I've committed myself to that? Like, could I be like, hey, I, I would like to be a wizard? Well, uh, I, I, so I, what I would say is that the, the items that you carry are slightly more bard-like, right? You have your instruments and, like, the other sources of your magic. Um, however, that's not, you know, not unique to bards. Um, the big giveaway would be if you were in your starry form. Okay. Right. That is a, I, I would say that that is the thing, like that moment, someone would be like, that is a druid. And in this place, they might also identify what circle it was. Mm -hmm. um, but otherwise, uh, you, you know, you could absolutely try to say that you were, you want to be a wizard or anything. Um, and I say try because my sense is that Rivulet would not actually want this. Like she is pretty happy with her chosen mm -hmm. magical abilities. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, but there, so there's no, there's not really a immediately obvious flag of you not being a wizard cool. or not wanting to. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay, Yorick, uh, you take a, take the ten minutes um, and the your detect magic um, almost blinds you. Right. There is uh, sort of like the the you see traces of the magic that's being used to move the water along the canals immediately. Um, various items I think that all of you have glow with magic. 
Uh, the plaza itself has some, like the stones even uh, shimmer a little bit, um, those mostly with abjuration, um, including the sigils of the different schools that are laid into the plaza. The various... You, you would also, as you guys at this point, I think, move closer to the tower, presumably, um, you would sense uh, that the different colors that dominate among people's outfits mm. uh, are coded to different schools. Great. Okay. Can you tell me the colors? Yes. Yes. I Very totally... helpful info right here. Hell yeah. Solving mysteries. Um, color to color. Color to color. Uh, it, it goes kind of around the color wheel. Okay, um, so uh, abjuration starts as red, conjuration as orange. Okay, wait, slow down. I got, yeah, uh, orange is conjuration. Uh, yes, uh, yellow is divination. Divination. Enchantment. Green is, is enchantment. Green. Evocation is blue. Uh, illusion is sort of an iridescent mm. um, bluish violet. Um, it like, and it, it's, you can tell again, like people's clothes have been made of this like particular dye or particular fabric that changes color a little bit depending on light reflecting. Mm. Uh, necromancy is black. Okay. Um, not well represented, but represented. And transmutation is also this sort of like shifting fabric that changes color. Okay, lovely. Well, this is great. Okay. Um, and so each of these, each of these people kind of depending on the color that dominates has like a little bit more of a pulse of that magic as they come within your, I think, 30 foot range. Mm. Um, and the, the building itself, uh, again, very strong abjuration coming from kind of the doors and uh, yeah, the, the, I, I'm, I'm going to break the, breaking the rules a little bit because of how strong these spells are. Like you do kind of feel basically above you from like the top or close to the top of the building, very, that very, very, very strong conjuration magic. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and I think with detect magic up, it's like enough that you, you are very strongly suspicious that it is a, a teleportation spell of some kind. Right. Something designed to. Part of this building, from this building is elsewhere. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Love it. So, uh, you all approach this tower um, so again, you see that, uh, about four stories tall, probably like 200 feet on the side, big oak and iron doors, uh, one of which is open. Um, and you, uh, presumably, uh, join this stream of people coming in and out. No one really pays you much attention. You get, um, a couple looks of like someone who's like kind of mid going in or out, just kind of like glancing sideways because your, uh, attire does not necessarily match that of everyone else going in. But... Before we walk all the way into the building, sure. can I stop someone, um, ideally in orange garb, mm -hmm. but really anyone, and just ask them a random question like, oh, do you happen to know which way the uh, sign-up sheet for the mage tournament is? We're, we're looking for it. Sure. Um, you'd, uh, you roll me a, uh, roll me a persuasion check. Okay. And I'll see if you get someone in orange. You can absolutely okay. stop someone. <clears throat> Great. Come on, baby. Oh yeah. That's a 23. 23. Totally. Um, yeah, there's a passing, uh, uh, I'm going to say, uh, there's a passing elf, 
uh, in sort of orange robes, uh, sort of a long um, braided hairstyle um, who stops. She goes, um, the, the sign-ups for the wizard tournament, um, are you looking to enter yourself then? Oh. And kind of like looks you up and down as you are currently appearing as this old sailor. Right. Well, not everything's as it seems, and I may be interested in uh, applying my trade. Ah, right, yes, and nods as good as a wink to a blind bat, they say. <laughs> uh, well, um, uh, you can uh, apply inside, and there's, I believe there is just sort of some basic test, uh, just to make sure that you, you know, won't uh, immediately uh, get knocked out. Um, we wouldn't want anyone to get hurt. Well, that's very helpful of you. I appreciate it very, very much. Uh, yes, of course. Um, good day. Um, good day to you, sir, as well. Continues on his way. Okay, perfect. Okay. Anything else on the outside before you enter? I plan on just stalking into the building, hottie, looking for the most, like, status sure. person. You just, like, <laughs> stride in, like, sweeping Galen and Yorick in your wake. Alistair, like, scrambles to catch up. Um, so as you enter, you notice that the uh, this building is perhaps unusually not larger on the inside. It looks to be uh, the size that it that, that the exterior is, and it. I raise a disappointed eyebrow. <laughs> uh, you would also know, I think, from from your history checks, uh, this mostly houses the outward face of the Collegium, um, the mages and the other uh, people that recruit talent or keep the place running, and as of now, are throwing the wizard's tourney. The main lobby is buzzing as you enter. Uh, people of all kinds, shapes, sizes, species, power walking to and fro, waving bits of paper at each other, yelling or sort of whisper shouting, uh, and one little oasis of calm in this storm. And at the very center of the lobby is an immense circular desk with one person behind it, sort of peering over uh, a set of small spectacles at the chaos. You see a huge furry figure tusked and horned and sort of swathed in this, like, uh, not quite bright red, but like a few shades off power suit uh, with very long limbs and pointed ears. And the suit, like, very carefully and clearly tailored to the bugbear that she is. Okay. Uh, and she seems to immediately clock you all as you enter uh, and watch you as Rivulet. I would say this, if you are in the mood of looking for someone who seems to be in power, this person, just by virtue of no nothing disturbing this desk and the immediate area around it, seems to be very in control of the situation. Great. Um, I nudge Galen and remind him to include Ambassador of Not in La Atlantis in... My introduction. Uh, 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 greetings, uh, bear bug. Dear. Um, as you can see on my desk, my name is Betty. And she gestures down. You see a little polished brass nameplate that says Betty. Ah, of what? course, Betty. Where am I mad? Well, I just that? like it when people observe my name. Um, hello, welcome to the Collegium of Mages. What can I do for you? Yes, I, I would like to introduce a, uh, Honorary guest, uh, should be you should be so honored for their <laughs> presence here. Our dearest rivulet, the, uh, the what is it? Shoot, you just said it. You said don't forget this, <laughs> and then oh, I forgot it. 
Yes, yes. The I ambassador. The ambassador and the, is it the sixth or the seventh not princess? Lantis. Seventh. The seventh, seventh prince. right? The yeah. seventh. Well, clearly you know more than I, and you know well, that's not I, uncommon. I, I do try to stay updated on who's visiting our fair city and might come to uh, the Collegium. Uh, my name, as you can tell, is Betty. Betty. Uh, it is and something of an honor, of course, uh, and she makes a small bow slash curtsy, uh, somewhere kind of in the middle. Um, uh, what can I do for you today, princess? Mm, I would love um, a tour from mm, one of your, what's the word, principles? Um, a, a tour of, well, I can certainly arrange a tour of the administration building. Um, I believe uh, a tour of the school itself uh, is usually reserved for those who are entering the collegium, uh, currently taking classes there, or uh, perhaps might require permission from someone, uh, not me. Mm. Well, I am most certainly interested in perhaps joining your uh, most illustrious school. Uh, and I'm happy to roll, roll a... a deception check. <laughs> uh, can I do a persuasion check? Um, does Rivulet want to enter the school? Well, there's magic. <laughs> on I'm some level, say, on, on some, some level, level yes. yes. I'm gonna say no. I think it needs to be deception because <laughs> the way you have presented it so far, it seems like you, uh, Rivulet does not actually want this right now beyond just the general interest in magic. And like meeting all these potentially famous, okay. Oh, motherfucker. 13. She kind of raises an eyebrow and just goes, uh, well, it it would be quite nice, uh, a little boost to the school, to have uh, someone else of your reputation uh, here enrolled as a student. Um, I suppose I could get you started with uh, the application process, if you would like. Uh, who else of my status is currently in the school? Well, you understand that this is one of the foremost schools of wizardry uh, in the archipelago, and thus naturally we attack, attract uh, talent from all across the islands. And some of the other, uh, well, I, I suppose I would say uh, above-sea kingdoms uh, or monarchies as they might be, uh, those that have that sort of government structure uh, have in fact sent their sons, daughters, and others to us for instruction. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm afraid at this moment I'm not supposed to, to share information about uh, students, especially of uh, a rank such as yours, and I'm sure uh, you, should you enroll, would appreciate the same discretion. I appreciate your discretion. I'll keep that um, noted. Of course. Uh, well, uh, so like I said, if you like, I can get you started on the application. Uh, d is this your um, retinue? Um, uh, I'm I'm hanging back, looking like I'm not associated with them okay. currently. Just kind of like trying to look like you're waiting I, to ask I'm, a question. I'm listening, but uh, yeah, I, it doesn't look like we're associated to to Betty at this point. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> I'd be interested in knowing more about um, the professors. Uh, well, we, you know, recruit from across the islands. Uh, we, we do recruit from undersea as well. We have several representatives of the aquatic species here. Uh, uh, is, is, there, is there sort of any, anything in particular, particular? Is there a particular school that you might be interested in pursuing? Um, I, the ones with the most powerful wizards teaching that produce the strongest wizards. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> she, she like <laughs> she kind of like, looks at her nails and like and 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 like does sort of laugh. Like, huh, 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 huh. Well, I I think you're you're not understanding something about the nature of wizardry here, which is that uh, the you, the amount of what you get out of it is sort of the the amount that you're willing to put into it, the work that you do, and and whatever school you might choose to go with, um, there are you know various uh, special techniques and things that you can learn that. Um, uh, really, I guess I'm saying, uh, uh, should you complete your studies, uh, you will be very powerful no matter which school. It's it's all a matter of perspective, you know. There is sort of the the abjurations. Good. I mean, do you want me to go through a list? Is it, would that be helpful? I could. I have some literature, so I don't have to to, to say all of these things. But uh, I'm hap- I, I suppose again for your your stature, uh, uh, your your Majesty, um, uh, we could do that. I really just want a tour of the school, so. Is there paperwork that I can fill out to, or Galen can fill out for me? <laughs> ah, uh, it's it's nice to meet you as well, uh, uh, Mr. Um, Galen. Yeah, I'm the I'm the escort. You know, just uh, here to make sure Rivulet gets uh, what she wants. Um, it's a pleasure. Uh, well, uh, if I may, um, and she kind of like ducks out of sight below the desk for a minute, reappears with. Um, it's not like you know, a giant stack of paper for an application, but it is like a fairly, you know, large stack. And she puts it um, sort of on a clipboard in front of you and goes, uh, so this is our application. Um, there, It requires some personal information, some magical affidavits to make sure that you are who you say you are and not a shapeshifter or uh, other sort of magical being impersonating the Princess Rivulet. Uh, ask for a little verifiable personal information as well. Uh, and then you'll notice there is some sort of a description of all of our different schools uh, to help guide you in your choice. Uh, it is, of course, non-binding at this moment. After your first year of study, we do encourage everyone to pick their major, so to speak. Uh, but if you wouldn't mind, uh, I see there's another person that looks like they might have a question. Uh, if you'd like to take a look at this, I, I'll, I'll return to you in just a moment, if that's all right. Hmm. I pass it off to Galen. <laughs> oh, that's oh. a lot of paper. Thank you. Oh my God, hi, you're listening to us. Thanks. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you are, if you could leave us a five-star rating or review on the podcast platform that you prefer, it would give me and I'm sure all of us a massive dopamine hit. Um, And it helps spread the word about our amazing show that we're all having so much fun doing. If you could follow us on social media, we're at The Roll Report Cast on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and that's it. (laughs) And if you really like us and or you have all the money in the world, like some of our Bay Area friends do, you could support us at patreon.com slash the roll report. Now back to the show. Uh, So, uh, Briefly for you guys, as you, uh, you know, take a moment to flip through as Betty turns towards Yorick, um, Alistair's kind of hanging behind and with you as well. It, it is what she says. There is, there's like sort of the application part that has, you know, where who you are, where you come from. Um, and there is these sort of like little, uh, what look like almost where you might put like a thumbprint um, that seems to have some sort of magical signature to them. Uh, it's just ask you to like press your thumb there to verify your identity. Um, and then the sort of like, you know, uh, name one person who can answer a question about you that no one else can answer kind of thing. Like they, they do seem to be trying to prevent someone from being able to just impersonate anyone since magical world, this can happen. Uh, and then there is like a little bit, uh, about each of the different schools of wizardry. 
Um, but Yorick, uh, you kind of like sidle up uh, and, and Betty turns towards you and goes, uh, uh, yes, sir. And how can I help you today? Uh, so I am actually sort of making a show of like looking at the walls mm-hmm. um, and and quietly I'm trying to discern anywhere there, where if there is a directory of professors mm-hmm. at the Mage mm-hmm. College or if there is um, also potentially behind the desk anywhere any sort of like record keeping office. Sure. Uh, make a perception check. Okay, uh, I'm not I investigating. I would, I would allow investigation. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to investigate for this. Oh, not great. 12. Mm. Um, not dismal, but not amazing. <laughs> Rolling yeah. bad. Uh, so, um, yeah, so this is the, the lobby itself is sort of this large um, square. It occupies like a pretty big space uh, of the building. And you notice a few doorways kind of leading off um, different hallways, it seems like, and a couple stairwells. Um, there's what looks like more of a directory of this building. Um, like kind of over by one of these stairwells, it looks like there's sort of a, a general, like what's on each floor kind of guideline. It does not look like there is a specific like personnel directory and kind of in a, with a, with a 14, 14, 15, uh, 12, 12, 12, uh, kind of like, you know, taking a glance behind the desk as, uh, as Betty turns towards you when you, uh, turn to face her, presumably there's, there's a lot of different, like, you know, <laughs> little wire trays with careful, neat labels saying form 17B and like different form numbers. Um, there is one sort of like large uh, book, uh, like very heavy, like leather bound book that is, you know, dictionary sized or bigger. Um, uh, that That's mostly it. There's, there's even in, the, it's circular and there's still just like some empty little cupboards and pockets. Uh, definitely, uh, you do notice a snack. There's like a little specific snack drawer. Mm. Nice. Okay. Um, so I'm going to look at Betty as she hails me and say, Oh, uh, that's very kind of you. I was just looking for an old friend. Uh, we were supposed to be here a moment ago, and I I think maybe I just missed him. I'm going to just pop back out into the courtyard and, and see if I could find him. I'll be back in just a moment. Thank you very much. Uh, certainly, uh, as you wish. Um, is it, would you like me to try to send a message to this person? Uh, no, I, we we prearranged the time, so I think it will be easier if I if I just go look outside. I'll be back in two ticks. Sure, uh, certainly, uh, whatever you wish. Alistair just sort of like looks around and like quietly sidles off and and like you know as I'm kind of following you as you go back outside. Okay, perfect. What what do you do back outside? Okay, Alistair is an elf, right? Yes. Okay. He's a, he is a sea elf. Okay. Um, he follows and just goes um. What's the plan? Do you, do you need me to do something? All right, Alistair, here's the plan. You know that fellow in orange that we were talking to on the way in? Yes. I'm going to make a silent image of him and get him to convince Betty to give us the record books. Now, since you look a bit more, um, you know, sort of convincing in this role, I must suggest that uh, he asks Betty to give you the logbook as you are an investigator uh, on the scene, and we need to know some important knowledge. Or we could just try to trick her. Uh, any ideas on this? Oh, um, uh, well, I think that first one, perhaps, um, I'm not very good at tricking people. Uh, very good at, at uh, sort of deduction, um, reading of body language, uh, sort of things. 
Um, but uh, I, I'll certainly do my best. Right. <laughs> well, all all you have to do is look at the book or any of these records once she shares them. Uh, so that will be your only job. The the image will do all the talking. I'll use silent image to make a copy of the person and then minor illusion to speak to Betty. She'll never know the difference. And then we'll get access to this book and, and see if it works out. All right, you ready? I, yes, yes, I, I like this idea. I'm as ready as I'm going to be. I'm all sure. right, Splendiferous, I believe in you. You've got the name of this uh, professor, Professor Ernest. Well, well, I believe that's... Only a portion of his name, but yes. Right, right. Well, I know what I'm looking for. Exactly. You, all all right. you've got to do is match those letters to someone in this book, and we're all set, aren't we? Well, we're one step closer, certainly. Yes. All okay. Right. All right. Uh, you see him, like, visibly sort of, like, trying to straighten his clothes and, like, psych himself up a little bit as he follows you back in. Okay. So, uh, meanwhile, this, you know, this takes a minute. Uh, Betty, after you two both notice, like, Yorick and Alistair kind of, like, sneaking away and, and I think hear overhear this conversation or the internal part of the conversation while they are um, still inside. Uh, and she turns back to you and goes, um, so uh, uh, have, is there any other questions you have? Um, I'm not sure which of you I should address since you looked like you were reading then you looked like you were sort of uh, watching them read. Uh, but do you have questions uh, about the application or anything else that I can answer for you? Oh, no, we've, uh, we've filled it out. It's all... Oh, it's um, all there. Uh, amazing. Uh, uh, fantastic. Uh, well, uh, we can uh, get this processed. Uh, we, you know, uh, we've sort of uh, paused all the classes right now for the tourney, and we're going to start a new semester shortly after. Um, so if you'd like to, in, uh, would you like to enroll for, for that semester, like very soon? or? Um, um, I would like a tour of the school before I commit myself. Um, I'm interested. Uh, However... Um, I have many options, and I'd like to see what's uh, well, my best. Well, I'm, I'm quite sure you do as a person of your stature, and we are, uh, of course, grateful that you chose to consider the Collegium. Let me see if I can find you a tour guide. Just one moment, please. And she uh, turns, kind of turns away and goes under the desk and pulls out, oh, I think uh, I think it's a common enough item. You, you would, both of you recognize it, and... Uh, Yorick, as you and Alistair come back in, you see Betty hold up a little speaking stone uh, and goes, um, <clears throat> uh, the Princess Rivulet of Notlantis is here applying as a student, and uh, it would be wonderful if someone can come down and arrange to give her a tour. And she just kind of, like, pauses uh, and, like, holds a stone for a minute and, like, looks vacant. Um, uh, I believe someone will be on their way uh, very shortly. Uh, so, okay, so now my silent image of the purportedly professor in orange who we met earlier uh, strides into the door, in through the door, confident, uh, confidently walks straight up to the desk with Betty behind it and says, Ah, oh, Betty, my dear, uh, I don't suppose you could uh, do me a quick favor. Um, do, do you have a moment? Uh, okay. Uh, as you... Alistair, first of all, like, has, like, a little moment of, like, holy shit, as this silent image just kind of, like, pops into existence there. And as you all come in and the the, uh, the image begins talking with your minor illusion, uh, I would like you to make a, I'm going to, well, I guess it's the same, either performance or deception, but uh, a, a charisma check, essentially, to see how well you imitate both the voice and the uh, mm. image of this person. Fair, fair. Okay. Here we go. Uh, they're yeah, they're the same. So I'll I'll go performance. All right. Seems more promising. Uh, 
Oh, okay. It's an 11. Okay. Not my greatest uh, work. I will roll in front of the table for Betty. Oh! <laughs> uh, Betty, as you come back in, uh, you see... Uh, actually, what I'm going to say with, with something like that, and this would kind of make sense... Uh, she almost critted. She almost critted. You see her spectacles. Uh, all of you notice her spectacles glow just a little bit. And she just like looks right through this person back to you and just goes, um, we do have some of the foremost illusionists of the era in our faculty and student body here. <clears throat> now, what can I actually do for you? All right. I'll come clean with you, Betty. It's very important. We're doing an investigation uh, on the source of these dead bodies that are showing up in Sea Shallow. Uh, my friend Alistair here is an investigator, and we're, we've got this little scrap of information that uh, has led us here, and we're trying to match these, uh, this professor's name with one of the professors at the Collegium. Uh, we're really hoping that you might now, help us with this investigation. I'm, I'm quite sure that no one employed at the university would have anything to do with unlicensed necromancy. It's all completely above board and taught in our school, as you'll notice from some of the black-robed mages wandering around. I'm just, I, hmm, well, hmm, um, uh, and, and you all have nothing to do with this. You're just here as a student. And oh, ambassador. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know that guy. Make at all. Both of you make a deception. <laughs> Nineteen. Amazing. Baby. Perfect. Plus four, so that's a twenty-two. Okay, twenty. No. Hey! Finally. Amazing. <laughs> We've got some good performance here. Yeah. Twenty-two. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Betty rolls a two. Uh, uh, Why would you even consider such a thing? Uh, well, look, it's part of my job. You see, I'm supposed to keep some people out of the school. You're supposed um, to just try to offend people as much as possible when you first meet them? That's trying part to start of your job. a war with not Lantus? Yeah. What's uh, you know, this could be a political incident. Hey, relax, she, relax. She, <laughs> kind of, she like, looks at you and like cocks her head a little bit and she goes, uh, young lady, I've been in this job for about 45 years, and if there's one thing I know, it's that the seventh child of a ruler is uh, not necessarily one the ruler is going to start a war over simply uh, an accidental insult. Oh! <laughs> Unless the other six are, in fact, deceased. Um, so... I do apologize. I did not mean to offend you, uh, but um, uh, anyway, uh, someone will be here very shortly to take you on the tour. Um, wow. Just, do you still want to go on the tour even <laughs> at this point? <laughs> <laughs> deeply offended. Uh, she kind of bows again. Um, make an insight check, mm. or any of, any of you who want to can. Oh, let me use mm. one of those. It went off. Right, here, do you, do you want this yeah. closer to you? <laughs> it's like that one. <laughs> Plus, um, 15. Okay. Uh, Yorick, I think in this moment you're like, I, I think you are distracted enough wondering what else those glasses can see about you in this moment. Mm. Um, that you're like, you know, uh, not really worried about anything else. What was it? 15. 15. Um, I mean, I, I think you pretty easily get the sense from, from this and, like, again, kind of from looking around and observing what's happening here, like, 
they are not hurting for students in this place. Um, right. This is, you know, the foremost wizardry school in, in the islands. Like, and while your status gives you a certain amount of, uh, leeway isn't exactly the right word, but like, like it's going to get you so far, but also they are, you know, it's, it's almost a country unto itself and extremely powerful one when you figure out like or factor in all of the wizards concentrated in this one place who have a vested interest in the school surviving. So while she is like genuinely not trying to insult you on purpose, just kind of stating that fact of like, you know, I, I understand how the political game works too. You don't work in a place like this without learning some of that. And, and just a little bit of like, Oh honey, (laughs) you know, um, uh, and, and also with the 15, like she's, she's not, um, she does feel a little bad about insulting you. Like she's not like trying to be rude on purpose. Rivulet has a complex about her siblings. So very fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not foreshadowing anything at all. Of course not. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Uh, so Betty turns back to you, uh, and as she's about to open her mouth, like Alistair kind of steps forward and says, um, I'm sorry if I might interject. Um, uh, hello, um, my name is Alistair Featherbright. Um, I am something of an investigator, and um, my companion Yorick here is uh, very right. And we're, we're hunting down it. You, he takes a moment to kind of go on and explain. And I think you all notice that as he kind of mentions his full name, there's a little postural change in Betty she straightens up a little bit and and seems to listen to him a little bit more just fractionally more attentively like almost in the way that she listened to you and as he finishes she kind of sighs a little bit and she goes um, um I just I don't I don't see that that any of our professors could have um could have done something like this this uh this sort of uh, the the undead just being unleashed and and uh, once, once the 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 person uh, giving this young uh, princess the tour shows up, uh, I can take you to uh, to the records office, um, um, but only you. And um, it would be nice if you didn't mention it. And so, uh, a few moments later, um, a a satyr. Totally Sweet. perfect. Um, <laughs> uh, a few moments later, uh, you see uh, a tall satyr come up. Classical uh, horns. Um, you see their robes mostly cover sort of the transition from like goat leg to human, uh, but little bits of hoof sticking out. Um, they clearly seem to prefer uh, their hoofs being on the floor. Did they hoof it here? They one hundred percent. They are breathing hard, like they hoofed it all the way down the four flights of stairs, trying to like run and get to you. Uh, and they arrive, kind of like straight in their clothes. <coughs> uh, uh, princess, uh, and he bows very deeply uh, and holds it for a moment. <coughs> um, uh, my name is Gregory. I'm here to give you a tour of. Uh, is it just this building or the entire campus? Oh, the entire campus. Um, I'll see what I can do. I believe we can do that. Um, as you are enrolled uh, or enrolling, correct? I'm open to enrolling and have uh, begun the process. Of course. Uh, and and this is your companion of some sort. Yeah. Oh, I'm your friend. Companion. She nods. <laughs> Cold. <laughs> uh, that was a joke, but I guess I really did need validation too. <laughs> uh, he bows. Darling, in- you saved my life. Don't 
be worried. I know that's what I was things. trying to reverence again, and then oh, you, there, I, there, I clearly it's not at the front of your mind anymore. Some history here. I, I, I can only hope to to one day uh, I'll learn some of it. Um, if you would follow me, and he bows again <laughs> and begins heading off. So for you guys, what I will say is, over the next uh, little while, you are led kind of around the administration building. Generally speaking, kind of the the first floor, there's like this big lobby and like a, it's mostly office building, you know, uh, a nice little sort of uh, artificially magically created green space on each floor. But mostly it is it is for offices. So the first floor is mostly administration, um, people very similar to to Betty and her function of like engaging with the outside world and recruiting students. The second floor mainly looks like it is uh, other people whose jobs are supplying the collegium in whatever way, either through food or magical components. Um, the very like both the Mail? crafted, hand constructed, constructed or manufactured, and natural um, items that are required for different magical spells. Um, is that where mail will be processed? Mail is processed on the first floor. And then kind of distributed amongst uh, the rest of the building. Um, the third. How secure is this mail system? Make a perception or investigation check, either or both of you. Ugh. Gotta be on this. Gotta be on the thing. There we go. Oh, no. Okay. Oh. Okay. I mean, I have a, a plus three. Okay. Whatever so... that is. Oh, I have a plus six. So that's 12. Okay. So you both notice there is a sort of, uh, there's like, for one thing, you know, a large volume of mail kind of comes in and there's like a magical sorting machine that like uh, sort of whisks things into little tiny uh, teleport spells, essentially. Like uh, a big sack of mail is poured into a little hopper. Um, it's like whirs and, and clicks and it sorts things. Um, and then they're like spit out into like a tiny portal that opens and then closes and opens and closes and opens and closes. I think you, there's not a lot of like security as in there's not like you know, burly people with swords in many places. You you both, you know, immediately suspect that whatever protections are in place are magical in nature, whether they are, you know, various uh, glyphs that might do certain things or clairvoyant spells, like, you know, there are ways of scrying on things. And I, I think with a 12, mail is just, does just sort of, like, arrive. Uh, there is a mail service kind of within the city, uh, the equivalent of a post office within the city, and then, you know, couriers and other things that, uh, other organizations that exist to carry, carry mail between the islands. Um, and it all kind of just, like, comes in through the lobby, has some amount of eyes on it, and then, like, big sacks is, like, brought to this room and sorted. What about big boxes of things? Uh, like, large packages or crates. Um, mm. Those are... I would say those are brought in more individually. Um, and with everything that's going on now, preparation for the wizard's tourney, I think it's it's easy for you to see that how all this works. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're brought to that room and then, you know, tagged with the destination. Uh, and then there, there's, this is like, there's enough magic here. Like there are people that, again, like basically make a little portal, shove the crate through and it closes. So it's going to wherever its destination is further inside the university system rather than like it just everything once it gets there can then be transported magically throughout the rest of the collegium. So so 
yeah, no, no visible, nowhere in this building really is there like a visible, like big burly dude with a, with a sword or anything. Um, (laughs) you are probably the biggest and burliest. There are definitely people, you know, might be taller, uh, and, and like very rarely someone that's like as, uh, as muscly, they tend to be on the noodle armed end Mm. of the spectrum. Those noodle-armed academics. That's them. <laughs> I've, I've been warned about them, though, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> they can pull some crazy shit. The third floor, there's basically, on the third floor, there is uh, one door on each of the four sides and just a hallway that kind of goes all the way around the edge of the building. Gregory says... So here on the third floor, uh, this is our records office. Uh, you'll note there are just the four doors. That is because the interior is its own extra-dimensional space. As you might imagine, after several hundred years, we have more records than can fit in a conventional space. Then kind of begins to lead you on to the fourth floor. And this is where um, our friend is. Yes. I w- and so rewinding for a moment, Yorick, you and Alistair, uh, as, uh, as Gregory begins taking the other two off on the tour... The two of you, Betty kind of lifts up a thing on the desk, comes out and puts it down. And then you see her take a moment to just like uh, grab a spool of silver thread, quickly wrap it all the way around the edge of the desk. Uh, I think you would immediately recognize, uh, you. I think would immediately recognize an alarm spell. And I think also, I think you would you would immediately suspect that is not the only thing that in the place like this would kind of secure this desk until she comes back. That is just like her extra uh, way of doing something. But she uh, leads you up to the third floor. You, you guys just kind of go past these other rooms. Uh, I think you would notice, you know, offices, hallway, uh, and you um, make a perception check as you pass that directory just to see how much you're you're able to catch. I am just not rolling today. I think you were still like really kind of panicked about those glasses. Feeling feeling pretty nervous over like, here. A little yep. nervous, maybe a little exposed, maybe a little like kind of uh, not out. sure. Yeah, I'm freaking out, man. Uh, so you are led up to the third floor. You see this uh, the same thing. So there is basically like the, kind of a normal, you know, what is that five foot wide hallway that rings uh, uh, the exterior wall. And where you come out, there's like one door, you know, on this face, and you know, see the hallway going around. And she pulls out a key, sticks it into the key latch, unlocks the door. As it pulls open, you see the door opening into an immense extra-dimensional space. This is, you know, the accumulated files of several hundred years of the Collegium, records of experiments, sigil updates, personnel files, student grades and essays and projects, and much more. And as you step in, she tells you a little bit about this with a you, a very clear sense of pride, and just like how cool it is to her and how much she likes, you, I think you can really tell that she likes working here. So um, we want a uh, current faculty records is what I believe we're looking for. Um, so that's going to be on wing 17B, aisle 12, uh, row J, and just like, like a long, long... Um, but as she says this, she kind of like holds up a hand and you see a little bit of magic gather around and like the whole room kind of starts rearranging and relocating and like a three-dimensional version of like the rows of things like arriving in the matrix when neo goes we need guns lots of guns like Mm. but in several different dimensions happening at once and finally like a little aisle locks into place in front of you and you see uh a tall bookshelf that reads faculty records and she kind of begins walking down it. And at this point, I think I'm going to say, uh, Alistair kind of like comes up and whispers, um, 
so um, should we split up or search together? Um, well done, by the way. Even though she saw through that illusion, that was marvellous. Um, I'm not quite sure what else you're worried about, but I believe she's all right. Um, you get the sense well, that he's just kind of clocked a general nervousness. Right. I uh, was very impressed with how well you charmed her, and it certainly seemed as though your name meant something to her as well. So I've got to thank you for getting me out of a bit of a hairy moment there. Uh, certainly being found out in the first spell you cast uh, in a mage college doesn't feel great. So probably a, sight of, a bit of awkwardness for me. Fair enough. Um, it You know, it is... The world's greatest mage college. I, 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 I'm sure you can impress them again. Um, I'll find a way, I'm sure. Fair enough. Shall we? Uh, yes. I think maybe we could cover a bit more ground if we split up and, and read different books. Uh, we have no idea what, what this word starts with, so that's a bit difficult. I guess we know that it's a professor, it's current, and, and in one of the colleges here, so... Good luck, I suppose. I'll start at that end. And he kind of uh, walks off towards, you know, the, I guess, the alphabetical end of the elf of the row. So why don't you make an investigation check? Uh, okay. I'm going to say with advantage, uh, since you have several of the letters that you're looking for and can kind of narrow this down a little bit more quickly. Okay, great. So that means I get to roll twice? Yes, okay. and take the higher of the two. Okay. Yeah, I use the big the one. Actual. Yeah. Okay, that's an 11. Okay. Come on, baby. Come on. That's a 19. Wait. 19 plus whatever your modifier yeah, is. Yeah, I have a plus four on investigation, uh, so that'll be a 23. Okay, 23. All uh, right. Wow. Uh, and beats Alistair's neatly. So uh, the two of you kind of like pull out um, some uh, some boxes and kind of like begin looking through larger ledgers uh, of like lists of faculties and their accomplishments. Um, Betty at a certain point like uh, starts helping just kind of trying to make this all go along faster and uh, kind of has like a little bit of curiosity herself what's going on. Yorick, you are the one to discover after uh, it takes a few minutes, not actually that long. Um, you I think it, it, I think with a, with a 23 both are able to zero in quickly on like, some sections of this book. There is a professor in the Illusion College whose name is Raider, R-A-Y-D-E-R, Alpenstrength, A-L-P-E-N, strength. Um, and as you look at it, I think with that 23 as you're looking, it corresponds to the missing spaces on the shipping label. Like the, the gaps in it are roughly correspond. You know there was like a, you know, professor blank E-R, big blank GHT or, or whatever the end of it was. Um, and it, you are pretty damn confident that that name would fit into that uh, piece of the label. Splendid. Ah, I rolled a high number finally. <laughs> Feels really good. <laughs> My work here is done. <laughs> um, so as you point this out uh, and, and both Betty and Alistair kind of like start looking over it a little bit, um, Alistair just goes, that family. Raider is sort of a, a meathead. I, <laughs> honestly, I don't know that he's got the, the intelligence for something like this, but that certainly, you're right, that does fit. And then he just goes, I you should not speak about our faculty like that. They are, 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 they are very talented and well-trained, and Professor Albenstrength is a second-generation professor, and I will not speak a word against him. Mm -mm. Um, I want to cast Detect Thoughts on her. Okay, go for it. 
Oh yeah, we have magic. You one hundred percent that you can use. Yeah, magic. Oh magic. Oh, this whole time. Okay, so uh, Betty will now be taking a wisdom save of fourteen. So you uh, you want to you want to go deep? Uh, I, well. So you, when if it's surface thoughts, whatever's most on its mind at the moment, you it, she doesn't need to roll or. Do oh, anything. okay. It'll you just, can just happen. You just get those. Uh, oh, honestly, okay. you could get Alistair's too. Oh, okay. Think, uh, or anyone else in in range. Great. Um, but if you want to kind of go deeper into what mm. she's thinking and why she's thinking okay. it, she makes a wisdom. Throw. As an action. Uh, so she kind of like looks over because you know being in the school, like she's familiar with. Um, well, I guess make a stealth or sleight of hand check. See how how subtle you are. As I, I think in this, in this moment, actually, Alistair and Betty are like arguing a little bit about like the family and this professor, and, like their sort of mutual feelings about him. Great. Okay. That's a five. Okay. Um, um, I have a plus one to it, so it'll okay. be six. So yeah. So uh, as you begin, you begin casting the spell, um, and she, I think, Alistair definitely notices. Uh, uh, he's a, extremely perceptive. He tries to keep talking, so actually I'm going to let him, I'm going to say I will roll in front of the table. He's going to uh, make a persuasion check and see if he can keep Betty focused on him. That is a dirty 20 for him. Okay, good. Use the other one for Betty. See? Yeah. Um, so she, she like, there's a moment when she looks your way, and then Alice kind of goes back to you. Oh, but the family, you know, the father was just such an interesting fellow, and, you know, he developed all these amazing spells and, and so on. And she's kind of drawn back into conversation with him. Uh, so as you cast this spell and your mind opens up, first you hear Betty as you as your, your mind goes. She goes, Ugh, I just, he's just such a rude person. I really, I wish he hadn't, he only coasted by on his father's reputation. I remember him being a terrible student even. And a little bit of like, um, uh, he's just, you know, doesn't represent the school very well. Um, so that's kind of her surface level is uh, you you get the sense like, doesn't doesn't really like this person not because she knows anything concrete about him, you know, summoning, like mm. practicing on, on okay. necromancy, okay. but like thinks he does not reflect well on the school. Okay. Um, that does, that lasts if you, if you do want to shift it over to Alistair or probe deeper. Um, so wait, are you saying I don't get the sense that she knows anything more or I like, if I were to probe deeper, could I find that out or do I already know that she doesn't? I think you know that she doesn't. Okay. Um, yeah, I, like her, her. I think her surface thoughts would would probably give you that, uh, unless she was like really aware of it and trying to hide it. And in, in this case, what I will give you uh, is that uh, no, she she just thinks he doesn't reflect well in the school. Okay. Um, and the, and is and and is registering surprise as well. Um, so yes, you have. Okay. So you know that takes that takes six seconds to kind of look, and they're Great. still talking about the father. Okay. Um, and you can break the spell. You can. Yeah, shift I, it. I'll end the spell. Okay. I don't want to risk being detected to find something I already know. So okay. Okay. They're like, um, uh, well, um, I guess I will have to take you to. Um, to the Illusion College, then I'm. I'm afraid I can't let you simply uh, wander around unescorted. Uh, that's uh, kind of against the school policy. Um, but uh, if you'd like to follow me, and um, also I'm, I'm going to ask you uh, not to tell anyone anything that you see. Um, just for reference, we do have mages that will put a gaze on you if you uh, look like you need that. So, can I trust you? 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, um, yes, of course, of course. Uh, uh, good. Um, and she kind of leads you back out. Uh, uh, you, as you, as you turn around and start heading back out, uh, you notice the door is definitely not the one you came in. It's like a different color and sh- and style of wood. But she opens it up, and um, <laughs> because of the miracles of narrative causality, uh, mm. uh, Rivulet and Galen, as you guys are following Gregory around, you see, and he's talking about this records room. You see the door open, mm-hmm. uh, and Betty and Yorick and Alistair all walk out, cool. heading. For the same staircase, uh, uh-huh. and Betty just goes, um, uh, "Well, we're all going to the same place right now. But if we could just uh, put a little spring on our step," and she kind of like ch- chibbies everyone up the stairs. Oh come on! It's my first time here. Uh, yes, yes, it. but uh, look, you'll you'll enjoy it more. I think you'll enjoy the tour more um, uh, where you're about to go, and uh, we all have somewhere to go as well. Uh, so she bustles everyone up to the fourth floor, and as you emerge onto the fourth floor of the tower, you see a large circular room um, that's sort of like rounded off the walls at this point and a immense transparent roof of magically supported glass. There's no metal or beams or anything. It just looks like an immense translucent or transparent dome. Currently, it looks like it's slightly tinted. Um, it like has been, so it's, you're not just like in full on and blazing sun. And it's also, you all notice somehow it's like magically cooled. It's not just blazing sun under glass right now. In the very center of the room, you see a large circular stone portal, maybe a 10, 15 foot diameter circle that's mounted on a little dais, uh, and it is currently inactive. You can just see right through it. Um, And before it, uh, kind of like slightly to one side, is a control podium of some sort, and Betty just walks right up to it and starts moving it around. Um, and Gregory goes, oh, um, I didn't think that you were all going through as well, but, uh, very well. Um, uh, you'll notice that, uh, my colleague is, and kind of starts doing this slightly longer winded, like, explanation, and she just goes, Gregory, I love you, but shut up. (laughs) Don't have time. Look, you're going to see where the actual collegium is, and as I said to these two, if you tell anyone, we will put a gaius on you. That's fine. As long as you're aware. Just, I'm saying, usually... It's a, it's uh, a gay-ass thing, like, for Galen. That's, it is a 100, it's a super gay-ass thing. <laughs> um, I ain't afraid of no gay-ass. Uh, do, well, I, Been you know. my whole life. Well, I, I, I didn't mean to, to assume anything about anyone's uh, preferences, but uh, what I meant is that we'll put a magical compulsion on you such that you cannot reveal the secret. Without uh, immense uh, personal sacrifice and a lot of pain. Just so we're clear. It's for our safety as well as yours should you become a student princess. So you see that there are, on this like big control thing, there's kind of several different circular <laughs> wheels. <laughs> different like sigils and like magical symbols that spin in different directions. And she starts rotating uh, and rotating them around. And eventually they all sort of like line up. You see a little diamond at the very top of it. And each, uh, each wheel kind of like locks in exactly. Um, may or may not have been, like, remembering a lot of Stargate recently. <laughs> kind of. Uh, but, like, you know, magical. Uh, zero technology. Um, after, after a moment, uh, you see, like, all of them, the, a line of sigils start lighting up in different colors. And in the center of the portal, <laughs> uh, just a little spot starts appearing, a little, like, weird magical blob that slowly grows and 
spreads over. <laughs> and my heroic trio does live foley too. Uh, if you need to hire anyone for live foley effects for your podcast. Oh my god. So the uh, the portal opens. As it does, it fills the interior of the stone circle. And on the other side, you see... Everybody make an arcana check. Uh, you see what looks like space, perhaps. It's it's the night sky, but it's, it's, uh-huh. it's huge. It's immense. It covers the entire field of vision. <laughs> That's no. one of my lucky ones, too. <laughs> Man. Wow. I'm still hurting from better... that diss, you know? <laughs> oh. Like, reveal it's spinning out Fair right enough. now. Whoopsie doodly doodly da. Damn it. Better than a nat one. Do I get any extra for Arcana? No. Yes. Oh, no. I have one less. Okay. I got a 12. I think my uh, passive is... <laughs> yeah. I mean, so uh, as as it opens, you see this sort of uh, just rocky, strange, kind of like floating island almost. And you see eight towers in arranged in a circle. And it looks like this portal will basically like, if should you jump through it, land you directly in the center of it. The space around it twists and moves. There are flares and streaks of magical and silvery energy going all over the place. Um, Rivulet, to you, um, I, I, it's it wasn't a high DC, honestly. I think to and, and to you both because of your druid circle and and your magical connection and Yorick, just your. I think knowledge of both magic and some of the planes, you immediately recognize the astral. Mm. Um, and what you, I think you can deduce immediately is that the collegium itself and all these towers have been located on a relatively stable island within the astral sea. So this is sort of the, uh, it is not quite just space, it is magical empty space. Mm. And it does have sort of like um, canonically uh, what, I don't know the Galen would know this, but, like, there are different sort of species that come from there. There's diff- all sorts of, like, different dead gods and, like, weird shit. And in this case, the Collegium, as you now realize, has been relocated once it grew to a certain size to the astral plane. And uh, Betty stands there at the dais and waits for it to open completely, and then she steps up to uh, the couple steps right in front and goes, um, all right, whenever you're ready. And I think that is where we're going to end our session today. All right. Ooh. Oh. Look, I just magic. Hell yes. I I don't know that many of my drawings made much sense, but I'm really proud of the of Betty. You know, any of any of them, any of them that you want, will like turn into some. Oh God, I love it. Any of them that you want, we could turn into specials for our eventual for our Patreon people. If you support us on Patreon, you could see Fenner's art. You could see some bear bug boobs. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. To the listener, in this context, a bear bug looks sort of like a teddy bear with fly eyes. Yeah, I I feel like that's really underselling it. (laughs) Yeah, um, it it has boobs too. Yeah. So. There's uh, also a wand here, and is this a pomegranate? Or? 
I don't know what. That's like some sexual I, fruit. So if you, <laughs> are super if, you sexy. if you want to see the incredible art that gets made during our games, Daddy's support us apps. on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, it, it should be patreon.com slash the roll report. It's um, actually every month. It is every month. Thank you all so much for listening and joining us. Uh, yeah, you can support us on Patreon. That would be a thing. Uh, we would really love that if you do that. Uh, anyone have anything to plug? Anything coming up exciting? Um, I would say stay tuned for my um, fall clown series. Ooh, stay tuned for the fall clown series if from Fenner. Hell yeah. Have a deep dive with 16 hours of clown training over Fuck. four yes. days. I uh, check it out. Hell yeah. You'll find it on my Instagram at all Fenner. That's all Fenner all the time. All Fenner all the time. Um, Kaya, where can people find you if they want to find you? At Kaya May, K-A-Y-A-M-E-Y. <laughs> I was like, Kaya May at the end of there? No. <laughs> I think I have to spell my own name. Amazing. Ben, where can people find you? You can find my magical spells and Warhammer nerd content yes. on Instagram at Ben Rogue. Uh, amazing. Uh, you can find my cats at No Good Cats. That's Aww. what you can find out about me. Uh, you can also follow the show on Instagram and TikTok. We are at the Roll Report Cast. I have to fix the last one because uh, some. Okay. I'm going to say that I'm mildly annoyed about this. Someone in like LA or Southern California with their who, dogs, with their dog who hasn't posted team. in like eight months or more and has not responded to my polite request if they would kindly consider changing their name, but fine. Uh, so you can find us on TikTok and Instagram at the Roll Report Cast. Uh, like and follow. Uh, please give us, if you like what you hear, give us a review on whatever podcasting platform you are listening to us on. It super helps us find, or helps new people find us. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, like we always do. Five, six, seven, eight. Collegium. The magic don't you want to go insane with spells? Spells! 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 spells. <laughs> your brain with spells! It didn't work, I failed, but we got it anyway. Anyways! Anyways! We went to the astral plane. No idea what's there, dead gods and stuff. And a trippy, trippy, but we're still together, together forever. We're still together. We're doing like really long form songwriting now. Hey, well, yeah. what are you trying to do? Hell yeah. What are you trying to do? We're about to get to the chorus. <laughs> <laughs>